It is Thursday, January 18th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Mike McCarthy not going anywhere. But Pascal Siakam sure is. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Mike McCarthy will be back in Dallas in 2024. The Pacers acquire all-star Pascal Siakam in a trade with the Raptors. And another win for the system. What is the Vegas lead here, Scott? All right, well, like we always do, let's start in the NFL because uh, we are closer and closer to the divisional round, and that will kick off on Saturday, of course. And the big story in the NFL yesterday had nothing to do with the teams in the playoffs. It had to do with the teams out of the playoffs, specifically in Dallas, where Jerry Jones says that Mike McCarthy will be back as the head coach next season. Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, this was they were they were the two seed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you don't fire coaches who get you to the two seed like that. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, if they had had the collapse that Philly had down the stretch because Mike McCarthy doesn't have the equity built up that Sirianni does because Mike McCarthy wasn't in the Super Bowl a year ago. I think he would have been gone. Uh, had, had they had they been had they fallen out of the division lead and then, you know, lost in the first round of the playoffs in embarrassing fashion. I think he's gone. But listen, it looks like he's building something here. Um, I, I, I still think Dallas is only a couple pieces away. But the question is, like, at what point does Dallas take a step in the playoffs? And really, it's going to be interesting this week because we're going to find out that same thing about Lamar Jackson. Uh, like, Dak Prescott's a really good regular season quarterback and has done nothing but throw up stinkers in the playoffs. At some point, he's got to take that step. And if Mike McCarthy can't get him there, you know Dak Prescott's going to be around longer than than a bad coach. So if, if Mike McCarthy can't figure it out, he's gone, and someone else will get a shot at Dak Prescott. The Cowboys have gone 12-5 and five the last three seasons under Mike McCarthy. That like, sounds not like- a lot of coaches that have won 12 games or in, 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 in consecutive years. But get this. The Cowboys are the first team in NFL history to win 12 games in three straight seasons and not make the conference championship in any of them. Wow. Uh, well, you know uh, you know how many teams have won more games than the Cowboys in the last three seasons? Chiefs? That's it. Yeah. That's that's the whole dang list. So uh, as, as well as the 49ers and the Bills and, you know, the Eagles have been, like – it's them. Yeah. It's, and the Chiefs only have one more. They've won 37. <laughs> uh, of course, the Chiefs have also won a Super Bowl in that time. Yeah. And the Cowboys have not. That, that buys you That buys you a little time. Well, I, I don't think that I, it's a surprise that he's coming back. I will say, though, if next season they do not advance in the postseason, he will be gone. Cowboys fans will not stand for this. Uh, and Jerry Jones won't stand for it. So I think it's a do-or-die year for the Cowboys and for Mike McCarthy. By the way, who's who's won the least games in the last three years? In the last three years? The Chicago Bears? No. Oh, no, it can't be. In the last three years, wow, uh, Arizona. They are tied with one other team that made the playoffs in that stretch. 
So it's Jacksonville. It's the New York Giants. Oh, oh, wow. 19 wins. You know, I'm just thinking Jacksonville because they had the number one pick back-to-back years, but that goes beyond the past three years. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, the Giants Giants have been terrible, but last year they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, so, well, let's, let's stick in the NFC since you just mentioned the Giants. We talked about the Cowboys. What are the Eagles going to do with Nick Sirianni? Well, some Eagles players, including Fletcher Cox, coming out defending their head coach, Nick Sirianni. And the more that I read about this, the more I think that he'll be back next season. I think it's a little bit of a, a, a quick, you know, quick pull if they were to fire him after the collapse at the second half of the season. He, he has got to – he earned himself a little leeway here. No, I, I think you're right. And, again, I mean, the guy, the guy was in the Super Bowl a year ago. You don't fire a guy who was in the Super Bowl last year. It uh, doesn't make any sense. So I, it would shock me. If he were gone. Yeah, it it would shock me as well. As far as the playoff games this weekend are concerned, interesting stuff going on between the Lions and Baker Mayfield. Well, specifically C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Baker Mayfield. So if you aren't aware of this story, C.J. Gardner-Johnson basically was talking about the, and and he's a cornerback, you know, secondary player. Here was the quote. When talking about preparing to face the Rams, C.J. Gardner-Johnson said, quote, This group is probably one of the better groups we've done faced all year besides that Tampa group, speaking about the wide receivers. If you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. Evans, Godwin, Gage, that's a great group. I played against them for real, end quote. And so Baker Mayfield responds yesterday saying, quote, I don't think he's really watched film because he mentioned Russell Gage. We love Russell. But Russell hasn't played a snap for us all year, end quote. <laughs> so I think Baker's got a point there. But uh, is CJ taking a shot at Baker Mayfield? He is. But to to his side of the coin, when these two teams played earlier in the season, Baker Mayfield was trash. That was back in week six. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield stat line that game, 19 for 37, 206 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick, 17.2 QBR, uh, yeah, he didn't have his best game for sure. So uh, maybe that's just what was sticking in CJ's head was, mm. boy, when we played them, it, they just couldn't get the ball to their receivers because their quarterback stunk. And to be fair, that that day he did stink. Well, Baker threw for 337 yards and three touchdowns against the Eagles, becoming the Bucks' first quarterback in playoff history to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. He's, and they had a guy, Tom Brady. They, they had a guy. For a couple seasons. But uh, Baker, in the final six weeks of the regular season, seventh most passing yards and uh, also seventh most touchdowns in the league. His passing yards in the entire season were ninth most, 28 touchdowns, seventh most in the regular season as well. Baker's had a career year. He has statistically – but some of the like QBR and PFF haven't been real fond of what Baker's done. And let's face it. I mean, I, I don't know if Baker played well last week against the Eagles. I know the Eagles couldn't tackle anybody. Mm-hmm. So Baker was catch and run. dump off yep. passes and then players were running for 60 yards because the Eagles couldn't tackle. I, I didn't think Baker played all that great against Carolina in a must win situation. Remember they were all in to beat Carolina that week. So I, I've seen ups and downs out of Baker Mayfield. Uh, it, the the game before against the Saints when they lost that game, he threw a couple ugly picks. 
I, I see, I've seen some good things from him. When they beat the Packers, I was like, whoa, who's this Baker Mayfield? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had almost 400 yards in that game, so it's, it's obvious that that, that was a, a special one. But it, it, he's a roller coaster. That's what Baker Mayfield always is, is a roller coaster. I will say, though, the times I like Baker Mayfield the most is when he's a dog, when people don't think he's got a chance. That's when Baker Mayfield usually shows up and does something nice. As soon as you start saying nice things about Baker Mayfield, he's going to fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's what Baker Mayfield does. Well, I think Baker goes off, and I think Mike Evans goes off, because look at what the Lions defense has done over the past four weeks. Last week against the Rams, Matthew Stafford threw for 367 yards. Puka, nine catches, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Nick Mullins, final week of the regular season, Threw for 396 yards. Justin Jefferson had 12 catches, 192 yards, and a touchdown. Dak Prescott, the week before that, threw for 345 yards. CeeDee Lamb, 13 catches, 227 yards, and a touchdown. And the week before that, Nick Mullins, once again, well, this was the first Nick Mullins start, 411 passing yards. J.J. had six catches for 141 and a touchdown. I think Baker goes off, and I think Mike Evans doesn't drop the balls that he dropped last week. And yeah, this is a Lions defense that was getting a lot of love early in the season. And remember, it was like they held the they held the Chiefs to twenty points in Arrowhead. Now, if you give up twenty to the Chiefs in Arrowhead, it's like you had a bad day on defense. Like the, the Chiefs' offense just is broken, and we didn't all realize that in Week One. Uh, this defense has had some real rough spots. I understand why you're you're back in Baker in this spot. I'm a little scared too, to be honest, uh, just because I, I think this is a, a grimy type game. Um, that Fez and I disagreed on the Dream Pod last mm-hmm. night. He he likes the over in this game. I like the under, um, but I do think Baker is is he's playing good ball, and this Lions defense can certainly be had, especially through the air. The Lions aren't giving up anything on the ground in the, the passing game. It's It's been rough this season, to say the least. We'll have more on these games and our full breakdown tomorrow morning. A big trade going down in the NBA yesterday as the Pacers acquire all-star forward Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors. It's a deal that sends Bruce Bowen, Jordan Nuara, and three first-round picks to Toronto. There was also a separate deal done with the Pelicans, and uh, it has to do with the, you know, sending a player and picks, but that's not the big deal here. The big deal here is Pascal Siakam now joining the Pacers. Siakam, Halliburton, Pacers, the pace they play at. Man, you know, we keep looking at who's going to be that fourth team in the Eastern Conference. I thought it might be my Knicks for a while, but maybe we have to accept it's the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, it's starting to look that way, and, and maybe they make that move in response to the, the Knicks making a move. The OG, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, but this is a, this is a Pacers team. They're, they've been fun all season long, no doubt. Uh, but, you know, with some of these these guys that are banged up, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, when, when Tyrese Halliburton's back, when, when, uh, when these guys are all at, at full strength, this is going to be a scary team, and I think they've kind of been playing over their heads, but they do have a ton of talent on this roster, and eventually that's, that tends to win out. And you look at guys like Aaron Neesmith, who's uh, turned into to a baller. Ben Matherin is a baller. Uh, Miles Turner, they, you know, they've got a, a big man. They, th- this is a, a fun team, but I think also a pretty damn talented team. Well, last night the Raptors were playing shorthanded after the trade, and the money comes in against them, and they say, 
And hold or, on. Yeah, exactly. They beat the Heat 121 to 97. Elsewhere last night, it was the Timberwolves, a 124 117 win over the Pistons. The Hawks beat the Magic 106 104. The Celtics demolish the Spurs. Well, not demolish, but they win pretty handily 117 to 98. The Cavs beat the Bucks. They did beat them by 19, but yeah. they covered by four points. Yeah, exactly. Nice so that's not a demolishment. <laughs> Uh, the Cavs beat the Bucks. No Giannis in this one for Milwaukee. Cavs win 135-95. That's demolishing. That is team. that's an ass whipping. Knicks beat the Rockets 109 to 94. It was the Pelicans over the Hornets 132-112. Blazers beat the Nets 105-103. And the Lakers behind 28 points and 12 boards from Anthony Davis beat the Mavericks 127-110. Luca triple double in the loss, 33 points. 13 boards and 10 assists. The Warriors Jazz game was postponed after the uh, surprising, unexpected death of Warriors assistant coach Dejan Milojevic. Um, he had a heart attack and he passed away at the age of 46. Uh, he, he had, a, I guess, a medical emergency during a team dinner in Salt Lake and was rushed to the hospital. And unfortunately, did not make it. So that game has was not played last night. So let's take a look at the schedule for tonight. The Wizards are at the Knicks. New York laying 11 and a half. The Bulls are at the Raptors. Chicago, two and a half point favorites. So we saw the Raptors in game one without, the, without Pascal Siakam win big. Do they do it again tonight? I think you fade them in game two. I, I think they have that that burst of like, hey, it's us against the world. We, we'll show you. And now a night where you didn't have a lot of depth the mm-hmm. night before. You've got to play back-to-back. Some Good people point. played extra minutes. Um, I, I think you, that now is the, the time to fade them. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Thunder are at the Jazz. OKC, three-and-a-half-point favorites. The Grizzlies at the Timberwolves. Minnesota laying 13-and-a-half. Go, go back quickly to that Jazz game. You, mm-hmm. you mentioned Jazz are, are plus three-and-a-half against the Thunder. Yep. Like, do we give them a, a – like, how do we treat them as a team that was supposed to play on a back-to-back last night, mm-hmm. didn't play – like, do we, do we expect a, a good performance out of them? Like, are, are they're, they're more rested than we thought they'd be? Maybe they had some guys who they were going to limit in minutes, and now they they don't? Like, I, I would expect a pretty good effort from the Jazz here. Yeah, I would lean Jazz taking the points for yeah. sure. Uh, Timberwolves, 13.5-point uh, favorites over the Grizzlies, and the Pacers are at the Kings, Sacramento, laying 7.5. Siakam will not play in this game, uh, hence the line here. Uh, Pacers are a little shorthanded. Siakam is going to have the physical examination in Indy, and then he'll join the team in Portland prior to their game uh, on Friday night. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. 
for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. College basketball last night. Boy, the UConn Huskies continue to roll. Uh, first time in a long time they've been the number one team in the country, and their first time as the number one team, they defend it. 62-48 win over number 18 Creighton. That's right, 48 points out of the Creighton Blue Jays. 23% from three, 34.6% from the field. This was a disgusting performance shooting-wise by the Blue Jays. This also marked the return of Donovan Klingon. Not in the starting lineup, but did play 15 minutes, only six points, but he's missed the last five games. Guess what, though? Best player on their team missing the last five games. It hasn't mattered. UConn continues to roll. North Carolina rolls Louisville, although they don't cover the 21-and-a-half-point spread. 88-70 win for the Tar Heels. Someone who did cover, number five, Houston, after back-to-back losses. Number 25, Texas Tech came into town, and Houston gets a 77-54 win. Number eight, Kentucky, 90-77 win over or excuse me, over Mississippi State, not Ole Miss. Number 12, Arizona, 82-67 winners against USC. That is a USC cover. Auburn goes on the road and gets a big win, 80-65 at Vanderbilt. A lot of money came in on Vanderbilt yesterday. Uh, pushed that line from 15 down to 11. If you took anything other than the 15, <laughs> you lost uh, if you were riding that Vanderbilt side. Number 15, Oklahoma, 77-63 home win over West Virginia. And the system, unranked LSU, 89. Number 22, Ole Miss, 80. So yeah, a lot of people had some questions about the system after it went three and zero on uh, Tuesday night. People were wondering, well, what is it? Is it ranked versus ranked, or is it unranked versus ranked? Whenever the lower ranked team is favored, uh, there were even some conversations on the pregame.com forums. So I clarified this on my Twitter page at Scotts on Air. Also clarified in the pregame forums. Here's the systems. Okay, when bo- I, I separated them. When both teams are ranked and the lower-ranked team is favorite, it's 6-2 and two straight up in ATS. When there's an unranked favorite versus a ranked opponent, 
It's 11 and 9 straight up, 9 and 11 ATS. This was prior to uh, last night. Unranked home favorites, 11 and 6 straight up, 9 and 8 ATS. So make that number now 12 and 6 straight up and 10 and 8 ATS for the unranked home favorite over a ranked opponent. I will say this, though. With last night's LSU win, unranked home favorites versus a ranked opponent are now on a 7-0 straight-up and ATS run, which means a couple of things. One, earlier in the season, maybe um, you know teams got to find themselves, whatever. But could the lines be getting sharper now? to the point where we have more information about these teams. So if we see the market dictate or or say that, hey, LSU deserves to be favored over uh, a team in Ole Miss, doesn't matter what they're they're number 22, the market knows that LSU is actually a better team. So are the lines getting sharper now, which is why we're seeing a seven-game run with unranked favorites covering over ranked opponents. First of all, LSU's not a better team. Okay. This boils down to how important is home court? And I think people mm. people don't That's realize how valuable it is. Like in you know, in the NFL, we've now gotten to where oh, home court doesn't matter. It's one and a half here, whatever. I mean, they, of course those te- those guys are all flying private. Like travel matters in college basketball. You're trying to work around your class schedule. It's 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 a disruption. And the home courts are wild. Some of these home environments are wild. I I, I think SEC teams this year straight up on the road are 23%. Wow. Like it's just very very difficult to win road games. And I I think that it's hard to put a number on it. It's just when you see these ranked teams and you see them on the road Everybody's going to want to play. Everybody's like, ooh, that, that looks – I'm catching points? Mm-hmm. How? I've got the ranked team. They're not accounting for how important that home court is. Well, there's no system plays tonight. There's only three top 25 teams in action, AJ. Yeah, and uh, none of them none of them project to be big upsets. But, uh, you know, crazier things have happened. What do I know? Uh, South Florida is at number 10 Memphis. Memphis, a 12-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, Memphis, vulnerable, I think. When they're on the road at home, this is one of the better home teams in the country. Florida Atlantic, now number 23 in the country. They are 15.5-point favorites hosting Wichita State, who's 0-3 in American play so far. And number 14, Illinois, on the road, minus 2.5 at Michigan. This is one of those times where I'm, I'm going to give a hard look at Michigan. It's a team that I don't like. But in the Big Ten especially, man, mm. the, these home road splits are pretty wild. And Illinois, I, I, I mean, we just saw an example of it. They, they went to Maryland. or excuse, No, they were home against Maryland, pardon me. And, and Maryland got a road win over a team that had been playing really well since losing Terrence Shannon. I, I think now you're starting to see the, the chinks in the armor. They lose to Purdue. Now they've lost to Maryland. They've lost two out of their last three since they lost their best player and basically a first-team All-American candidate. Now they're going on the road. I think this is a tough spot. It's Michigan or pass for me. Just two games on the ice last night. Buffalo and Chicago was postponed due to bad weather. 
up in Buffalo. Both games last night had identical 3-2 scores. Red Wings with a 3-2 win over the Panthers in overtime. The Canadiens, a 3-2 win over the Devils. So it was a dog night Wednesday as both underdogs winning outright on the road. Let's take a look at your schedule for tonight. The Avalanche are at the Bruins and Boston, a minus 145 favorite. The Canadiens will look to keep that momentum rolling. They're in Ottawa to take on the Senators. The Sens, minus 185 favorites. The Wild are at the Lightning. Tampa, minus 140. Stars at the Flyers. Dallas, minus 135 on the road. You know, Philly's been playing some really good hockey lately. That might have to be a DraftKings dog of the day pick. We'll keep an eye on that one. Blues are at the Capitals. Washington, a short minus 115 favorite. This is a five and a half total. You know what I've noticed lately is that these five and a half totals are not closing at five and a half because everyone's hammering the over. This one will get to six at some point today. Blackhawks and Sabres will make up that game from last night. Buffalo, a heavy minus 290 favorite. Maple Leafs are at the Flames and Toronto's minus 125. Kraken visit the Oilers. Yes, the Edmonton Oilers who have won 11 straight games. Edmonton, minus 218. Predators are at the Kings. L.A. is minus 150. And at this point, as bad as L.A. is playing, I don't know how they deserve to be minus 150 favorites over anybody right now. Coyotes visit Vancouver. Canucks are minus 200. And the game of the night, A.J., my New York Rangers here in Vegas against my Vegas Golden Knights. You can't claim both, Scott. You can't claim both. (laughs) Claiming both. As the Rangers, a short minus 135. Shoes aside. Still plenty of time to save $15 off at pregame.com. Use our promo code EGGS15. EGGS15 will save you $15 off at pregame.com. Use that towards a daily best bet. It may be a three-star best bet for some of the games tonight. Or save it for the weekend, your purchase. Uh, if you want a weekend all access, a seven-day all access, whatever you want to purchase at pregame.com, take $15 off. Using that promo code EGGS15. For AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Zeidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas AM.